Welcome to the Chalster Parent Podcast, helping you get in the know about uni. My name's Riley Rose. I work here at Chalster University and in this podcast series, we're going to break down some of the important information you need to know as a parent. On this episode of the podcast, we're doing a deep dive into what it's really like living on campus. We'll be talking about logistics like where does your child do their washing? Does anyone do the cooking? Will they have access to cleaning materials? And we'll also be talking about the benefits and convenience of living on campus. We'll be speaking with one of our student ambassadors, Liam Chester, about his experience living on campus. Liam's lived on campus at Charles Sturt for four years in multiple types of accommodation, so he really is the perfect person to speak on what it's like. I just couldn't recommend it enough. Like it has really helped shape me into the person I am today. Had me to have so many opportunities I kind of did not even know were available. And before we get into our chat with Liam, I will just point out that Liam does reside at our Wagga Wagga campus. And although most of what Liam discusses applies to all of Charles Sturt's accommodation, some of it will be a little bit Wagga Wagga centric. Our advice is to always look at the website. We've put a link in the show notes or inside your newsletter. This has really up-to-date information on all types of accommodation, including price points and facilities. We also offer virtual tours on our website too, which includes inside looks into some of these accommodation rooms. They're really high quality. They're in 360 degree images so you can explore the rooms and get a real sense of what it's like, just like you were there in person. For more information, please reach out with any questions. In the meantime, here's our chat with Liam Chester about living on campus. So my name's Liam Chester. I'm living at the Wagga Wagga campus. I'm in my fifth year and I've just started my Master of Secondary Drama teaching. Amazing. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I've always kind of wanted to be a teacher, but I thought I'd do another degree first. And then now that I've finished that one, I'm ready to kind of start the next journey and see what happens there pretty much. And so tell me a little bit about living on campus. And Have you lived on campus your yeah. whole the whole time you've been at Charles Sturt? Yeah. So I came to Charles Sturt back in 2019 um, and I lived in Murrumbidgee Village in my first year. And then I've lived pretty much in every Wagga accommodation available on the Wagga campus up until now, pretty much. So you've gotten a taste yeah. of every kind of type of accommodation that we have, at least yeah. on the Wagga campus. Yeah, I've got, I've got an idea of, you know, what kind of people live in what areas, uh, yeah. what's the most social area, what ones are a little bit quieter, which they've all, they've all got their pros and cons in my opinion. So yeah, okay, it's a lot of fun. They're all a lot of fun as well. That's the main thing. Um, yeah. yeah. And I guess it depends yeah. on where, what kind of yeah vibe you want in your life. Yeah. So where are you from Liam? And you know, was it always going to be that you would live on campus? How did you come to that decision? So I'm from Gloucester, which is a really small town um, up north past Sydney. So it's around the like Tamworth, Armadale area. And the plan was actually, I didn't, I had no idea what I was going to do originally. I remember when I first started looking at uni, I was looking at off-campus options because I didn't know if I wanted to live on campus. But then I thought, you know, I'd, I want to have like the classic university experience meet a bunch of people, especially coming to a place that was so far away from home. I didn't know anyone. So I thought the best way would be for me to move into on-campus accommodation just so I could meet a bunch of people. And I haven't left. So 
Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I always just say, I'm like, if I wasn't enjoying it, I would have left years ago, pretty yes. much. It's been a lot of fun. And how did your parents and your family feel about living on campus? Were they always really for it? Because I mean, obviously it's a great option and, you know, parents kind of have that peace of mind of having the 24 hour security and all inclusive costs and stuff as well. Yeah. So when I was talking about living options with my mum and dad, it, when I was telling them that I wasn't originally looking at living on campus, it was actually them that were kind of pushing me to live on campus because they um, they never went to university themselves. So, but they knew just how important it was, how good it was to meet people when you did live on campus. It also allows you to kind of network a little bit, make some friends, meet staff, walk to classes so you're not uh, driving your car. And they just kind of knew of all the added benefits that there would be compared to me living in town, which um, if you're living in Wagga, the university is slightly out of town. So you, yeah. it kind of does require a car or you do have to use public transport. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of had a look and they knew that if I lived on campus, it would just kind of save me a lot of hassles regarding, you know, meeting people, money, car, car stuff, anything like that. Mm. So I can definitely say my parents were like the driving force there for me to actually move into accommodation. Okay. So you're sort of doing your accommodation application. The time has come. Applications are open. Did you have much um, choice with what kind of accommodation to get when you're in first year? How did you decide what kind of accommodation? So I was really lucky in the sense that I knew one other student who attended this university who I went to school with. So I was fortunate enough that I could ask them what, you know, what each accommodation was like. But that is something I didn't realize. I did not, I didn't realize she went to this university to begin with. So I was just kind of looking at the website, looking at the costs of things, looking at the pictures that they've uploaded, you know, what's available in the rooms and things like that. And then once I realized that this uh, girl I knew when here, I asked her, I asked where she lived. Um, she gave me like her experiences in all the different kinds of accommodation and things like that. And then I was kind of able to make my decision based on the information I was given and kind of just what I liked the look of and what I thought would allow me to kind of meet as many people as I could in my first year while letting me, you know, study and maintain that social life as well. I also found that living in the accommodation that I did in my first year, I was quite a social person throughout high school, but I was also quite a shy person in my opinion. And then living in the accommodation I did live in, which was Murrubidgee Village, it allowed me to be introduced to a lot of different personality types, allowed me to meet a lot of people because it was quite a social area. Um, There was always something happening you know, everyone was really keen on um, going out together as a group. Uh, They would always be asking if I wanted to come with them to do things. So it allowed me to kind of jump out of my shell a little bit and become a bit more comfortable and confident and things like that too. So it's almost like, um, yeah, sometimes a bit of a culture shock when you just moved out of home and yeah, you're not having that um, familiarity of your home and your family around you constantly. So, and that's what I wanted to ask you too is, um, yeah, how you found that first year of living on campus, were there times where you got like homesick or did you just really lean into the whole experience? So I I think I lent into it, the whole experience. There was 
everyone gets homesick. I got homesick kind of during the first few weeks, but I was lucky that I was housed with some really lovely people, people that I'm still talking to five years later. So they kind of took me under their wing because uh, they were a little bit older, around like 23. And I was I had fresh 18 when I moved. I'd been 18 for a month, mm-hmm. had never lived out of home before, moved to Wagga by myself. My parents weren't able to come with me to help me move in. So I was kind of just on my own from the beginning. And then the people that I lived with were really awesome. Like I said, helped me kind of come out of my shell, were always asking me if I wanted to do things with them. There was never any pressure to do anything. Like if I didn't want to go out for dinner, if I didn't want to come and sit in the common room with them, I didn't need to, like they didn't mind. But then they also loved me coming down and sitting with them from time to time as well. And it was just, it was really fun. There was always something happening. There's always something to do. Walker Canvas has a lot of events and a lot of clubs. And I found that I learned about them because of the returning students that I was living with. So I got a lot of knowledge from the people I was living with as well. And I was put in some accommodation with people in the higher, um, higher in my degree. So they were able to help me with the assessments they had done a few years ago. So it's kind of, yeah, I... I had a great time um, in my first year, yeah. Because that's actually something that maybe not many people know about too is that, you know, when you do go to live on campus, you're not necessarily put with all the first years all together. It's a mixture, which is really good because you can, yeah, definitely learn from everyone else's experience that's already been there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. And it's something I never really realised either that I would be living with people who had done it all before. They knew what it was like to move out of home for the first time. They knew what it was like to maybe not necessarily know how to cook properly, for example. I I remember I survived on chicken wraps for the first few months (laughs) (laughs) um, of university. And, you know, like I said, it was the people I lived with that I remember being taught how to cook pasta from one of the girls that I lived with just because I had no idea. Yeah. I I just, yeah, I don't know. It was really fun. What is it like every night? Do you do do communal dinners or does everyone sort of do their own thing or is it just different for each house or accommodation? So it does depend on the accommodation you live in. Um, But in my experiences, you do mostly just cook your own dinner of a night time, but then maybe once or twice a week or maybe once a fortnight, you will do like a communal dinner with your entire house or with your entire block, depending on how many people you live with. There's also a lot of times where there'll be an event on, so they'll provide dinner at that event, or you might have a dinner in town with your block at one of the pubs um, in Wagga. There's a lot of um, options in the sense that you're never going to go hungry because there's also, yeah. If you don't know how to cook pasta, you're not going to get hungry. <laughs> yeah. I also found that if I didn't have dinner organized for that night, someone was always kind enough to just give me some of theirs. That's nice. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, well, while we're on some sort of logistics as well, how does it work with yeah. cleaning? Do you, yeah. yeah, what what happens there? I think most Charles Sturt campuses are the same in this respect. 
So you're responsible for your own room. So you do have access to like a vacuum and some spray and wipe to wipe over your desk, vacuum your floor, things like that. But then we do have cleaners that come and clean um, the hallways, um, kitchens and the communal spaces. They clean the bathroom. I think they come, depending on the village, uh, three times a week or Monday to Friday. Yeah. It, does, it does just depend on how many people live in the area. I believe the bigger the area, the more often they come. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm just living in a little house of um, six others. So I think they come every second day as mm-hmm. far as I know. But yeah, so I just keep my own room clean. I empty my bin when I when it needs emptying, but then the cleaner will clean, wipe over the bathroom, clean um, the kitchen. They don't clean up after you Yep, good in the to sense know. they won't yeah, they won't pick your belongings up and fold, fold your clothes or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. They will just uh, mop, vacuum, give everything a wipe down. And I've heard that, um, you know, a lot of the time the cleaners, you know, become kind of friends and, you know, you get yeah. really chummy with them and the security people on campus as yep. well to foster that sense of, yeah, community feel, I guess. There was um, my cleaner last year. Her name, her name is Deb. She was there, I think, every day. I'm pretty sure she was there I'd always come out to the common room she'd always you know hey Liam like how are you going have a little bit of conversation with her she'd have a chat to me about what was going on in her life she asked she'd ask me what was going on around the block there were even cases where if the block was like a little bit messy like I'd write her a little note and be like don't like it's all right don't touch anything like we'll clean it up this time (laughs) we've got we've got got this sorted yeah you do get on like a first name basis with your cleaners with security as well because they're there to help and they want to get to know you too plus they they are in like your living environment so yes to them like they're cleaning up after you so they want to know who you are um, as a person and things like that. So, And what about laundry facilities? How do you get your clothes washed? So every uh, village on campus has its own laundry. There's not just one big commuter one. There are kind of laundries spread across each village. So in the cottages that I'm living in now, uh, the Malibo cottages, they have their own washer and dryer uh, in the actual building itself. But in the larger villages like Murrumbidgee Village, uh, in the cottages down the front of the campus, they have like a big communal laundry area where it's not just one or two washes and dryers, it's like rows of them. So you don't have to pay to do your laundry either. You just have to provide your own detergent and uh, like washing liquid and stuff like that. Mm. It's all kind of covered in your weekly fee that you pay to live on campus. That's like parking and everything as well. And it's all just student card access. So no one random is just going to walk into your laundry (laughs) and take your stuff. Hey, it's a free um, laundromat here, guys. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It's quite easy and you just get into the routine. You know when people will do theirs and you just work around them. Campus life I've found is um, there's a lot of you have to find your routine because especially in those bigger um, campus accommodations, there could be 20 people in one building, and but there's only one kitchen, which sounds like not much, but it's quite a large kitchen and you just don't want 20 people cooking in there at once. Like it, everyone has different schedules. Everyone finds their routine, gets into like, 
you know, their little habits. Mm. So there's usually only like four or five people cooking at a time, yeah. I've found, doing their laundry. And I guess I think in most Charleston accommodation rooms, they have little fridges as well. So, you know, it's really good yeah. to have your own, like maybe like coffee tea set up if you're a coffee drinker um, in your room. Yep. Thing, little things like that, I guess, to just uh, maybe... Yep. If you don't want to use the communal facilities every single time you make a cup of coffee. Yeah. So every every on-campus room has its own little bar fridge. So you don't you can use your bigger fridges and uh, freezers to store like dinners and stuff like that. But then you do have your own fridge um, as well um, to just store whatever you want in there. And you can use both. You can just use one. I know for a while there, I just was using the common room one and I wasn't using the one in my room. Like it really just depends what works for you. Let's talk about support. You are a resident leader. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so this is my fourth year being in it. Great. Yeah. What is a res leader? Let's start with that. So a resident leader is the person that kind of oversees and looks after everyone within a certain area of the village. So, for example, I'm currently a resident leader of six cottages. So I think I'm currently looking after about 30 to 35 people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm also um, mental health first aid trained. We will also uh, first aid trained as well from next year. So that's a requirement for uh, the position for next year. Other people that students go to if they have any questions, if uh, something breaks in their room, we show them uh, what form to fill out to fix it. So we're kind of the people they go to if they need anything and then we tell them what to do mm. uh, in that situation. We also help if there are any incidences or anything like that. We're kind of the first responders if there is something happening and then we have a lot of support and systems in place uh, for the higher ups to figure out kind of what the next step is if something was happening mm. um, as well. I think it's really nice to know that someone is, you know, on the ground living on campus that people can go to if there is something that they need to talk to someone about, you know, ASAP. Yeah. So where where the people you go to instead of the res life staff, for example, and then if it is a bigger issue or we need to talk to the staff, we would then typically go on your behalf and then come back to you with the information uh, that you needed. Yeah. So, yeah, I had no idea RLs were a thing. Um, when I came to university. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been one for four years now and I'll keep applying for it because it's, you like it's it. lots of fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, it allows me to meet lots of people. Uh, every year is different. You're always with a different group and I love, you know, helping helping people things like that. So mm. what was yeah. your res leader like when you started? Yeah. So my res leader was, he was awesome. His name was Jack. He helped me with a lot of like the first moving out of home things. Uh, there was a period there where, you know, uni got a bit tough. Things were a little bit tough. So I went to him. He took me out for breakfast, had a chat with me about everything. So he was very lovely. He kind of, he made me want to be um, a res leader and he helped me with my application and things like that as well. Uh, helped me, pre prepared me for the, um, when they, the interviews um, and things like that too. So yeah, he was, he was great. Jack's a bit of a legend. Jack is a legend. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, what is the best thing? Yeah, I, I think I might know the answer already because we've talked a little bit yeah. about it. But what do you think the best thing about living on campus is? I really enjoy the the convenience of it. So it's really close to everything I would need. So my classrooms, the library, it's just over the hill. I can walk. Um, it's literally a minute drive if I need to drive. It's also really close to any, like we've got uh, the food facilities here, sporting facilities. It's all within walking distance. So that's a great benefit. It's one of my favorite things. There's also the social aspect to it. I really do love meeting new people every year. Every year you kind of, you've got your main group of friends, but then you just meet so many other people and everyone is so lovely. And, you know, you, as a returning student, you help them get involved in things. You teach them stuff that maybe that they wouldn't know about before coming to uni. There's always something to do. You know, we have the social clubs on campus like um, RAW, which is the Residence Association of Wagga, cool. uh, which holds like social events and things like that, uh, blood drives and stuff. And then we also have the SRC, which kind of hold those events over at our campus bar and things like that as well. Little dress up nights and stuff like that, where we all go and have a little bit of a boogie. Yep. We've got our sporting teams. They play on the weekend. So if you've got your weekend free, like a Saturday or a Sunday, you can go and you can support the sporting teams, which nine times out of 10, you will know majority of the people on the team. So it's always good to go, you know, support them go cheer them on, travel if they have a game um, at another location. Like it's really great just to get involved in everything. It's a heap of fun and there's always someone that's wanting to do something. So if you're bored, it's very easy to figure. Like just this week, for example, there was someone who I'd kind of spoken to somewhat this year randomly just asked me if I wanted to hang out. So I've just been doing whatever we wanted all week because it was the break last week. And now like that's just a new friendship yes. there that just kind of came out of the blue. Like it's super random, but super fun. Yeah. Um, it's just not something I would have got if I did live off campus. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. What is the worst thing if you could pick, a, you know, the worst yeah. thing about living on campus, you know, yeah. I know that you love it all, Liam, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you had to pick one thing. <laughs> yeah. I would probably say it would be, it's particularly in those bigger areas, um, you are living with um, like a lot of people that haven't lived out of home before. So some people don't necessarily know how to clean up, but, you know, it's usually their RL talks yes. to them and tells them just <laughs> shows them how to do it if it's necessary. But it's the responsibility of the people living in the building to make sure it's clean. It's the RL's responsibility to make sure, sure it's clean. So it's usually never messy for too long. And the cleaners are lovely as well. So yeah. <laughs> they'll mop and all of that kind yeah. of stuff too. So, so obviously um, we've got parents listening to this podcast um, of future yep. students. Um, but what would you say to someone that maybe is thinking about living on campus or maybe a parent is listening and they're thinking about encouraging their child to live on campus? What do you think is, you know, what should they be thinking about? Or what would you say to them if they were considering? it. I just couldn't recommend it enough. Like it has really helped shape me into the person I am today. Had me to have so many opportunities I kind of did not even know were available. I've you you're allowed to be in university clubs if you are an off-campus student, but you know, living on campus, you know, meetings are held on campus, so it means I can attend 
things super easily. I don't have to travel for anything. It's just very convenient. And I, yeah, I couldn't talk about it highly enough pretty much. Like, like I said, if it, if I, what, if I didn't enjoy it, I would have left Yes, <laughs> and exactly. I'm still here <laughs> and I'm still going to be here next year. So All yeah. right. very serious question. Have you ever been late to class, even though you live on campus? Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Forgot to set an alarm or just ignored my alarm on purpose. I definitely have. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The last question I have for you, Liam, is just back to that advice for people thinking about living on campus. So they've decided what type of accommodation should they be looking at? And does it just depend on, I mean, maybe it's the answer is do a campus tour to get the vibe of each place because, yep. you know, it might be um, different Charles Sturt campuses, but what should they be looking out for? So it really depends on like a number of factors. Obviously, budget is a fairly big one um, because our accommodation prices do range because you go from um, just the standard bedroom that has everything you'd need, desk, desk chairs, shelving, storage, bed, fridge, all of that, um, all the way up to you can live in uh, a standard room that has all that I mentioned before uh, with like a, your own bathroom. So you don't have to share a bathroom with other people. Uh, in one of our accommodation types, you can have your own bathroom and your own air conditioner. So like over um, summer and winter, you can, you know, control the heating and cooling as you wish. It also kind of just comes down to what your what you're looking for overall. So in my first year, I really wanted to meet lots of people and talk to lots of people, get involved as much as I could. So I chose an accommodation that housed more people on purpose because there are options to live in like a six bedroom or an eight bedroom, sorry, um, little house uh, with other first years and returners. Or you can go to those bigger village types that have 20 people per building. You're sharing a common space with all of them. Um, and that's kind of what I really wanted. So that's what I chose. So mm. it really, it all comes, kind of comes down to like your list, what you want. And then you just kind of look at the website and you can apply for multiple accommodation preferences and then res life goes off them and just kind of puts you wherever they um, wherever there's a room available, pretty much. They were usually always, first years will usually always get their first preference mm-hmm. uh, for a combination too. Thank you so much, Liam. And it's so great to hear that you're enjoying living on campus at Charleston and you've been here for so long and you're a real asset in that res leader space as well. We're lucky to have you as much as um, you're lucky to be at Charleston. <laughs> but thank you for sharing your insights today. No worries at all. Thank you so much for having me. Special thank you to Liam Chester for taking the time to share his experience living on campus. We know you'll get a lot out of his knowledge. If you'd like to get in touch or have some feedback for the Charles Sturt Parent Podcast, let us know. You can get in touch with us via Facebook or Instagram at study at Charles Sturt or email us via the link in the show notes or inside your email. We'll be back again soon with another episode.